You're listening to the Free to Be Mindful podcast, which provides bite-sized tips for busy parents, educators, and anyone working with kids. These real talk conversations focus on mindful living, mental health, and personal growth, helping all to learn, grow, and inspire with mindfulness in mind. I'm your host, Vanessa de Jesus Guzman, educator, licensed professional counselor, entrepreneur, and mom. I'm passionate about helping folks live life with peace of mind and ease of heart while not losing their, well, you know, here we go. Hi, and welcome back to the Consulted Counselor series. In this series, I answer parenting-related questions so that you can be present and at ease with your child and live life mindfully. Today's question is, the elf is gone, and now my kid's behavior is back to their old ways. Help. (laughs) So just a disclaimer before I get into it, if you are watching or listening to this with kid ears around... I recommend popping in some earbuds or listening to it later. We want to make sure that although the holidays have passed, that we still keep up with the magic of Christmas. Okay, so regardless of what folks think of having an elf or not, if it's a good idea or a bad idea, one thing is for sure, it is a great motivator for behavior. That's, after all, why it was created. At first, any type of extrinsic reward is definitely motivating and rewarding for kids and even for adults. So just so that we're all speaking the same language, what does extrinsic reward mean? It's a tangible reward of sorts that's given for accomplishing something which externally motivates us. Some examples can be good reports from the elf to Santa for good behavior, stickers, money for good grades, trophies in sports, and for adults, buy one, get one free sales, points for discounts or free items from store loyalty programs, frequent flyer miles, commission for sales, end of year bonuses, pending on work performance, you get the idea. And you can see that even from the adult examples, extrinsic rewards can definitely be motivating. I mean, who doesn't want an award for going above and beyond for something or for doing just what's expected of you? However, the issue is that with these extrinsic rewards, they can quickly become old. You can think, "Eh, I'll pay full price or... I work for my salary. I can do without the extra bucks of commission. And kid talk, they can think, I'm getting yelled at anyways, might as well do it. Or I don't even care about stickers anymore. Or I don't need the extra trophy, it's all right. And after a while, these rewards can lose their novelty. And that's why the elf can work so well. It's only in our homes for four to five weeks before it goes back up to the North Pole until the following year. And think about it. If it stayed in our homes, I can imagine that by Valentine's Day, our kids just wouldn't care anymore on what's getting reported to Santa, especially because the reward of the gifts on Christmas is just so far away. What we want to get our kids to do is behave for intrinsic motivating factors. And these can include the satisfaction of getting something done, behaving because it's just the right thing to do, having the other person's trust, feelings of accomplishment, and learning something new. And the issue with this is that depending on a person's maturity level and what motivates them, they can either have intrinsic motivation 
or they may just not have it yet. So how do you help your kids right now? If they are motivated by a sticker chart or a rewards chart in some sense, go for it. A few pointers though. Getting a reward at the end of the month may as well be getting a reward 100 years from now in Kid Talk. Keep the rewards close to the good behavior. So in other words, keep the reward for the end of the day or at least by the end of the week if your child's a little older. With time, you can scale down until they're just using the action that you're expecting from them or doing the action you're expecting from them on their own. And then you can move on to another action or another behavior that they need to work on. And most importantly is make sure that you spell it out, that you say it out loud, that you post it on a wall, and that you model exactly what the behavior is that you're expecting from them. When we tell our kids to be good or behave or even make good choices, that could look different from household to household. When your kids are quiet and calm, This is the time to have those discussions on what those behaviors should look like. Like, what should our morning routines be like? What can help you feel better? What can help you reach that goal? And then go through each of those steps, thing by thing, step by step. And having a visual for kids so that they can see, even for your bigger kids, can also be helpful until the action becomes second nature. Doing this will take a lot of time though, and it'll take a lot of effort too from you. So you'll definitely need to carve out the time to have a lot of these conversations and even follow-up conversations. But with great prompting and reminders, the behavior you can expect from them will become second nature. And of course, remember to keep in mind what is developmentally appropriate for your kid and for their age and for their maturity level. And if you don't know what those things would be, just send more questions over my way so that I can answer them on a future episode. So I hope this helped. If you think that this can help another mom, dad, or caregiver friend, be sure to share it with them and subscribe to my podcast so that you don't miss the next one. If you have any questions for the Consulta Counselor series, you can always email me at hello at freetobemindful.com or DM me on Instagram at Counselor V de Jesus. And remember, in a world where you are free to be anything that you want to be, you are always free to be mindful. Thanks so much and catch you next time.